Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Hello, listeners. I uh, hope you had a great Memorial Day weekend. I had a relaxing one. I, as I said in a previous episode, it wasn't that uh, busy for us. And there wasn't as many people down here as you expect. And I did all the speculation I would for this point, what was going on down here. Uh, we did do a little research looking in the wife and I, looking at the charging and what they're charging for hotel rooms and it seems like they're back in line with our normal pricing of several years ago which is nice to hear because we I don't like to see people get soaked for hotel rooms and shit like that so we're back Um, this morning I did my normal routine on the Tuesday off going to uh one of my meetings, my 12-step program, I go to AA. Went to that, and then I went to the gym. My wife was there already. I had a great workout part of the day. And, you know, it's kind of one of those blah days. We got some things going on. We're trying to work out. You know, part of it is uh, maintaining a positive attitude when things aren't that great. They're really not that bad. It's easy to really think that way, that things are bad when things aren't that great. But there's a whole whole lot of, a range of items that, that are going on. And uh, all in all, I think we could put a positive spin on it. But one strange thing did happen. And it involves work. And it didn't happen while I was working or anybody else was working. So I told you what I was doing yes, uh, today, earlier today. I had finished uh, running into someone at the supermarket after the gym. I'm getting the normal things that people get, food. Maybe I got an air conditioning filter. And uh, I ran into someone twice. And the gentleman... Uh, asked me when the restaurant opens, and I told him, I said, well, if you go there now, it was a little after 10.30, there should be someone there, and if the front's not open, you can go right in the back. So the guy was dropping off a trophy from our for our trivia night tonight. They have a, tr- a trophy that goes to the team who wins. But after I walked in, I spoke to one of my coworkers, and they informed me, informed me quickly of something that occurred. And we always have strange, there's always something strange going on. Someone may be trying to break in, uh, people sleeping outside, strange vehicles parked there that weren't parked the night before, Uh, people leaving gifts for us, like things that they're moving out of town and they leave. Uh, Someone left a 
wooden dolphin sculpture. It's about a little less than three feet, maybe three feet tall. Uh, yeah, it's a, a it's a sculpture, a wooden sculpture of a dolphin, which we have at the restaurant now. But today I was informed that someone had left several things, and one was a box, and it was one of our boxes that they got from where we store our cardboard for recycling. Well, it's one of the boxes we use for recycling. I mean, we get deliveries of, so we're assuming it's our box. We didn't think someone came from some other place and brought a box of some food. And inside the box, it was out back of our entrance, was a dead cat. Not one of the cats, the neighborhood cats that we feed. It's just some dead cat. Yes. Thought the same thing. We weren't shocked because a lot of weird other weird things had happened. Besides that, the dumpster was emptied, I think, on a Sunday. And we didn't we weren't open on a Monday or Sunday or Monday. Sorry to repeat myself. But there was a whole bunch of uh, bag, white bags of trash with fish uh, cleanings. You know, after you gut a fish, it was just dumped in our dumpster. And I'm thinking the one thing and the other thing, the, the fish guts and the, the, the cat, you know, dead cat in a box, are unrelated. Meaning... Some asshole from the neighborhood decided to say, listen, we're not going to keep these fish guts around our, our place. We're going to dump it in this dumpster up here, which is sensible, if not, is reputable. It's not reputable to dumping your garbage in someone's uh, dumpster where you have to uh, pay for the removal. You pay for uh, garbage removal. But uh, the cat thing, the weird thing about it is that we weren't as shocked by Because weird things happen all the time. We have people that come in. It had all the the signature or the... It was kind of like the calling card of a local crack abuser. I hate to say cracky or crackhead. I hate to say that, but why... I mean, why would someone necessarily do that? Take a cat put it in a box and then leave it on your back porch. I mean, to to think it's a waste of effort to think why would someone do it because there's a lot of people out there. We have a, um, a large homeless population for the size of our community. And a lot of the homeless people have uh, disorders, psychological disorders, and it could be brought on by substance abuse, or it could be something that they have. Either way, but trying to figure out the reasoning behind it is virtually impossible. But the one thing it made me think of—they put a dead cat in a box—was a physicist from the mid twentieth century, um, Schrodinger. And 
he did a thought experiment, and I spoke about this on a previous episode called Schrodinger's Cat. And the thought experiment is used to uh, illustrate what happens to a particle under or a particle or a wave under observation. So, I mean, I'm going to probably tell this like someone who's definitely not a physicist, but Schrodinger's cat uh, uh, thought experiment was meant to kind of popularize a theory about uh, light, let's say light in particular, how light is can be registered both as a particle and a wave, meaning photons or waves, like you see energy waves or radio waves, television waves, ultraviolet waves, and things like that. So when measured, light can either be viewed as a particle or a wave, and they're two distinctly different things. And it's only under the act of observation that light can, exi- light can exist as a wave or a particle. And this is under the the suppositions brought out by Schrodinger's cat uh, thought experiment. But once observation occurs, it falls into one state, either a particle or a wave. So in the thought experiment, there's a cat in a box. And it's a very intricate uh, thought experiment because what it what's in it is there's a a vial of radioactive material and it has 50% chance of becoming radioactive and 50% chance of staying the same becoming more reactive and if it becomes more reactive it breaks and there's a cat in with it and if it breaks when it comes reactive, the cat dies. If it doesn't break, the cat's alive. So with the unopened box there, they have no idea which state the cat's in. So it's both alive and dead. And the only way to really uh, lock it into one of those states would be to look at it. So you think, Jim, why, why did that bring up? Well, first of all, it was a cat in a box and it was dead. And we opened it up and it was dead. It could have been, it very well could have been alive. They didn't do, the person I was talking to didn't really go into detail about what um, the cat looked like. If it looked like it was hit or something like that or just died. But it it does lend itself to like, yeah, we looked at the cat was dead, lent itself to think, wow, what was the state of mind that person that did that? I mean, they ended up taking the, the cat in the box and disposing of it. But at the time, we, you know, you think about all those things that can happen at one time. There's so many thousands of different premise for why someone would do something like that. Almost all of them begin with the, some nut. Some nut decided to do this. And until, but until we can actually speak to the person, 
which we probably won't unless they try to do it again and we can catch them either on camera or something like that walking by there's no way of knowing it could be partially they could be crazy or not crazy but we're making the assumption that the person's crazy or under the influence of something but that interesting thing that was just one of the things that happened that someone wouldn't think that's strange when we you know when someone says did something like that we go oh like we'd say yeah that's strange but then we put it out of our mind because there's always weird things going on and is that a sign of being jaded working the business too long if someone put a dead cat in a box behind our house since we don't have any cats that would beg us the question that would be feel a lot stranger very strange of course we have a lot more cameras so we'd probably be able to figure out who who the hell is doing it but in work it's just that when when something happens weird someone comes up walking around and their boobs hanging out we can say oh yeah someone was walking around with their boob out not jaded not surprised of course of course it was bound to happen eventually or someone so and so was getting was having sex in the parking lot not shocked by it maybe shocked by the person if a certain person was at it but that someone would no, we're jaded. That happened. Oh, there was a there was an accident. There was an accident at our front door. A car ran into it. We'd probably be shocked, but we wouldn't be totally flabbergasted. We'd say, "Oh, eventually, someone didn't slow down when they were coming in. They were coming in hot." That's another subject I wanted to talk about too. I never really understood that part. But it's so interesting when you think about those things, when someone comes up and they tell you something. How many people were under investigation for certain crimes? We had regulars come in that were being investigated for murder. And I knew one of the... um, I guess he he wasn't one of the people involved in it other than he was a high-ranking official in the sheriff's department and the people that were investigating were under his direction. Maybe not directly because he was a regional... uh, He was was a head sheriff for the northern area, the Keys. And and when I told him about it, I said, hey, listen, can we ask, can I ask questions if, if someone confesses or tells me something? Is it admissible? He goes, yeah, you can give it a shot. I was surprised. But once again, I wasn't shocked that someone was involved in something like that. It just happens. Okay. Which is just another part of interesting things, how we how we 
rationalize things that occur in our daily lives, especially when you're working in places kind of strange. I guess it's stranger for people that work for police departments, first responders, lawyers, psychiatrists. They have to deal with the unusual every day. And we, I guess we deal with the unusual every day. And that's the part where he comes to you. Mm, I never heard that one before. Like, I did hear the dead cat one before. And it may have been that thought experiment, Schrodinger's cat, or it should be someone else. I, matter of fact, my neighbor found our cat expired and put it in a bag. And didn't tell us for a couple of days. Because they didn't want to, they wanted to try to approach us when our daughter wasn't around. Or they were thinking when it was a good time to tell us. Another thing I wanted to talk about, people coming to parking lots way too fast. I'm not bitching about it. I'm just thinking, wow, how many times have you gone in a parking lot? That's a hub of activity. People getting out of vehicles, people backing up, going forward, doing all sorts of shit, stumbling around, especially the restaurant. It's not necessarily the driver, but sometimes it could be taking someone home. And they come in off, um, we're right on Route 1, where the speed limit's 45, some people think it's 55, 60, and they pull off right at that speed, 45 miles per hour, coming into a tiny parking lot. Hey, Maverick, you're going to have to slow down. You don't have arresting cables to stop your vehicle. You hear him come into the parking lot. You hear him hit on, hit the uh, the gravel, and you hear the shh, you know that that crunching sound. You know, you just expect someone to hear smack crash at the time. There's only a couple scenarios I think that would probably spur you on to do something like that. First of all, you might have to go in the bathroom. Maybe you had some kind of intestinal distress and you think well I gotta make it in there I don't wanna do this in the vehicle or you know yeah I mean it could be anything low blood sugar oh I'm about to pass out I gotta come in you know slow down or I don't know I, I, I don't know what would cause you to speed into a tiny parking lot if you're responding to a 911 call Perhaps there's a dead cat on the porch of the uh, the catch. No, it does not entail the cat's already dead, so you don't have to show up real fast. A couple weeks ago, we had fire rescue show up for someone who was feeling faint. And I'm not saying they took their time, but it took about eight minutes for them to get here. And they didn't pull in like that. As a matter of fact, when they got here, it took them another three, four minutes to get inside the door. They were just loading up with their equipment. They didn't feel the need to have to lock their brakes when they were coming in. And the only other thing that's probably worse than that is peeling out when they're leaving. And you got the rocks. That is selfish act. You mean you get hit? In the, you get hit? You can get hit by a rock going the the wheels turning. 
that's like one of those baseball machines. You got a wheel starts spinning and a rock gets caught underneath the wheel and it spits out of the back. Man, that could definitely do, do a number on you. It change your day, change your week. It just doesn't, it doesn't really, you know, anger, angry people do it and stuff like that. But we see it all the time. We're not surprised by it, much like the cat in the box. Lastly, I was reading up recently about the Greek myth of Sisyphus. I think that's a Sisyphus. And Sisyphus was a, a Corinthian, I think a Corinthian monarch who was known for his trickery. And he tricked death several times and started pissing off the gods. And actually, death was afraid of him. So eventually, when Sisyphus died, uh, Zeus got involved. And when Zeus got involved, he decided that he was going to make sure that Sisyphus wasn't going to trick death again and get, get back out. So he, and he invented a special task for him. And that task was pushing a boulder, a rock. I mean, imagine it's a boulder up a hill. And he's just attempting to get it to the other side. And right before he gets to the top, the rock rolls back down. He has to do it again. And it's a constant loop. And according to the, the myth, Sisyphus wasn't really angry about it. It's kind of interesting. It's like a happy, happy warrior. He says, ah, you got me. Now I got to do this for all eternity. I don't know how eternity works in Greek mythology because they're, their gods were so humanized with such weaknesses. They were rapists and and uh, murderers, deceivers. I mean, they were they were pretty much like mankind. And to be vindictive like that, to say, "Well, listen, we're going to devise a special punishment for you since you tricked one of our lot." Not because you're necessarily a bad guy, because they never said. Sisyphus was a bad guy. They always say Sisyphus was a trickster. So, it's like getting David Blaine or, you know, one of those illusionists, David Copperfield, and say, hey, listen, you're a magic guy. Try to magic your way out of this shit. But I choose to look at when I hear the story of Sisyphus and you hear that he wasn't really, I mean, at least in the telling of the story, he wasn't really pissed off about his plight. Probably still thinking, how am I going to get that? How am I going to trick this one out, maybe? Be tricked death? Why, why couldn't he do this? To be a good story after that. Him, him trying to figure out. He says, well, listen, I'll figure something out. Got the rest of the eternity to figure it out. It would be easy to view it as like suffering. But he was still, I guess, existing and doing something. You know, when he gets to the top of the hill, he's sweating, breathing heavy, all these things. And when the 
rock rolls back down and he has to start again. I think I would view it as perseverance. And if he ever did reclaim or, or you know trick his way out of that position, that would be resilience. I view Sisyphus as a badass. I mean, there's so many people, they just focus on surviving so hard. You know? That they they really don't take time to really enjoy their existence. Hence, with the extra spare time, they may end up doing strange things, such as putting a cat, a dead cat in a box, or deciding to use their, their wits to say, we're not going to keep this garbage at our house, we're going to take it and put it in a dumpster here. Which may sound reasonable to you, but you know, it's not really nice when you're running a, a place of business and someone, someone's throwing fish guts out. You know, on our parking lot. It just kind of, kind of you know, Space is tight. You don't need to have that around. I'd like to thank you for listening. We're going to end this show today with a little music. I know I did a live episode. I'm hopefully by this time next week, I'll be using Anchor for all my episodes, trying to figure that out. I'm saving. I have. To, I guess I have to save some of these effects. I got like a... Nine days to get my special effects moved over. The theme. Well, I got the theme. I got the Tina edit. Dr. Tom. I don't really use that all the time, do I? But I'd like to thank you for listening up to this point. I will be back again tomorrow. Thank you. Bye. Have a great day. When I should say, have a great day. And no putting dead animals in boxes. Unless you're burying them in a little pet cemetery. And be careful it's not ancient. Indian burial ground because, you know, pet cemeteries, pets have a tendency to come back to life. Talk to you later. Bye. I'm I'm just kidding about that. That just happened in a movie. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.